Welcome to Enchenio and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Antenio and his Trends podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. And today we have the lovely Samantha Touche. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm very good. It's like I can see how my face was like reacting when I had to say things in French. Have you noticed sometimes when you, have, when you say it's like you put, you put a different pose when you say something in French? It's like it's true. You did it really well. You did it perfectly. <laughs> Thank you. Now, Samantha is a business and mindset coach, and as I said, she's Australian, but she lives in, in France now, and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself so everybody can get to know her. Yes, thank you. So I left Australia nearly 15 years ago and I followed a fairly traditional path. You know, after school, went to university, I did a degree in business. And I always had this idea that the corporate life was the best way to go. And, you know, if I look back at my father, for example, he was an engineer and then later in life went into his own business. And I always looked at that as a total roller coaster and not in a good way. Yeah. So, you know, there'd be months where things were really good. We could have you know, maybe a nice holiday. My parents were relaxed. And then there were months where things weren't so good and I could see the stress. So ironically now, as I, I've had four businesses, I used to say to myself, it was my mantra, I will never, ever, ever run my own business. <laughs> and I said this for 22 years. Four business and- later. <laughs> Exactly. Four businesses later. But I remember looking back and, you know, several times since starting my own businesses and just looking at the path that I followed. And it's now with clarity, I can do that, of course, with hindsight. But I used to believe falsely that working in a corporate job, and I say corporate, you know, any kind of job where you're working for somebody else, I felt like there was security because I thought I've got a steady income. I know what that income is every month. There's not this roller coaster financially. Mm -hmm. I can plan for things. And then, you know, one day someone said to me in this corporate job, uh, he was somebody who was, was a medical director in a really, really good position with the company. And he had a brand new car. And I remember looking out the window and saying, hey, you know, nice new car. And he said, oh, don't think this job paid for that. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, I also am a property developer. I have all these properties and I flip them, you know, buy them and flip them every three to six months. And I remember looking at him like, wow, that just opened up this kind of scary door for me because I thought if someone as a medical director in a very, very, very large international company is saying that that salary is not paying for his lifestyle and his nice car, but his own business is, I thought, wow, 
So that was really, I think, the first moment where I started to question this belief. But I kept saying my mantra every day, I don't want to have my own business. <laughs> and then, um, you know, finally life caught up, as life always does, and I got a massive nudge. And I had two very young children at the time. And I ended up, the company I was working for were moving location. And I was faced with what was a 20-minute commute that was now going to become a five-hour daily commute. So obviously, you know, I had to think about that long and hard. And I remember having many, many conversations with HR and with my boss at the time. And this was long before COVID, long before you could work from home. And I was working in in a country uh, in Switzerland that at the time didn't really support working from home for my kind of job. I was working in marketing. And so... In the end, long story short, I said I have to put my children first. If I do this and I commute, there is no way I'm going to see them at all during the week. And that didn't sit well with me. So I ended up leaving that job and I thought I'll get another job. And, you know, it took a while and then there was a mini recession in Switzerland. And I finally one day thought, why don't I just go into business for myself? That's crazy, no? Sorry, the mini recession in Switzerland. I, can, I cannot imagine. It. I know. It was swept under the carpet. It was yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Never heard it either. I don't think. It was no. very silent one. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I ended up going into my own business. And it was a really exciting time and difficult time because of that mantra and that belief that I'd held for so long that this was not a good idea. I really had to work on that. And then what also happened at the same time, and again, I sort of look back and think, yep, that's life giving me a nudge in the right direction. I became very ill. I got a a very uh, life-threatening illness. I developed that. And that also like really threw me. And I was facing life in a different way. You know, you sort of feel like you're invincible and then suddenly you're faced with this situation and I made a decision and I said, I'm not going to let this illness kill me. You know, the, the, the statistics were not good with that illness at all. And I thought I'm going to do everything I can to be here for my children, to be here, you know, for my husband, for myself, to live this life now that I want to live. And that's what got me into mindset. So I ended up, I studied mindfulness, studied mindset. And even though the two are Mm-hmm. by definition are separate they overlap you know in yeah. many many ways and I made the decision that I was going to get myself better and I was put on all this whole regime of dreadful medication that made me really oh. sick and, you know I support the medication it, it saved my life I'm not against medication but at the same time I thought this is not for me like I, I'm not just going to keep taking these pills for the rest of my life, of life. Going. yeah, yeah and, and that's what what I was facing so you know, I, I did, and, and I'm a total science geek, so I had to go and study all the science. <laughs> you know, brain. I've read so many books. I, That's good. I That's yeah. good. You want to. You want to know what you put in your system and how you can change it as well, swap exactly. things around a little bit. Exactly. And, you know, the situation that I was in, I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but I'm eternally grateful for it because that opened up this concept of our mind and how it affects our body, how it affects our life. So I started down the path of becoming a mindset coach. But mindset in Europe is 
maybe not what it is in Australia or America or the UK. I feel like it's still a little bit behind. It's still seen as a, a woo-woo kind of what, what is this magical thing. And we're catching up. We are catching up. But talking about being a mindset coach wasn't really working. Mm-hmm. So I also felt that I had 22 years of business experience and I'd been the head of, of some major, major brands that everybody would have in their house. And I thought, well, I don't want to lose that experience. So in the end, I decided I'm going to combine my business experience with the mindset. And as anybody who's ever tried to run their own business knows, you, if can't, have, it, you, know, you can't have one without the other one. <laughs> exactly. So that's, yeah. that's how that came about. And, and that's what I'm doing now. That's, a, that's incredible. No, it's, it's, it's interesting how one thing leads to the other one. You know, yes. a lot, you know, I love hearing people's stories because it's that a lot of people see the A to the Z and in between there's loads of things that happen that, you know, unless you ask, unless you share, I mean, people don't know about it. You know, they always see the, the moment that you were in the dumps and then the success and you're like, oh, exactly. hold on, there's a lot of things that happen in between, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> Samantha, did you find, did you see your business or your life going as like what your dad went through on when you were saying it was a roller coaster and some days were good and some days were bad? Because I know we all go through that. How did you yes. cope it from, from first experience, from first hand? Yeah, it, it's definitely, it still is a roller coaster. It always mm-hmm. is. But I think, you know, first of all, from a mindset point of view, I've decided that roller coasters are fun. I mean, people ride them for fun, yes. right? They queue up for hours <laughs> and they pay big money to go on these things. So, they, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it that way now. Um, yeah, it, it's taken an enormous amount of faith in myself, faith in the bigger picture. And I really believe, and I've seen this time and time again with myself, with my friends and family, with my clients, that there is a path that is meant for us. And I'm not a a total fatalist. I think we have complete choice and free will in life. But you know when you're doing what what is really your thing to do on earth. You Mm -hmm. know, we all have a gift. We all have these abilities. And I think that's what's been pulling me through and understanding why I want to start my own business. You know, going back to that decision, the day I made that decision, I remember exactly where I was standing. Mm -hmm. I remember exactly what I was doing. And I thought, wow, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And going back to that moment and remembering that sense of freedom and inspiration and just this, you know, incredible feeling of that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And as much as I loved my corporate career, and, you know, it, it's taken me all over the world. I've lived in six countries. I've traveled to, I don't even know, I've never actually added them up, but I've traveled <laughs> everywhere in that job. Uh, it was amazing. But the meaning that I have now is very different to the meaning I had then. Yeah. And, you know, you, you talk about, like, and particularly from a marketing point of view, so a lot of the things I did, the products I was marketing were helping people, uh, but it didn't have the same meaning as now. Like now I'm working with women and helping them step into their businesses and build their businesses. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'm seeing the lifestyle they're creating for themselves. And it's about balance and freedom and family if they have a family or, you know, personal development, having all that time to enjoy life more. Like there's so much more than the nine to five. Yeah. Life, and it's really. so much more than a business, right? 
you go and yes. saying like I'm gonna start my business and then you were like okay all right spirituality here we go you know, yes. personal <laughs> development here we come <laughs> exactly right, self-love all these things that just keep popping up though and it's incredible I always say to my clients I was like even let's say hypothetically it'll take you a little bit longer you know to get there or let's say halfway through you realize this is not your passion you want to do something else you know would you gain from this experience I think it's priceless I don't think if there's any any other way that you can gain this experience unless you go in and get out of your comfort zone and try different things and you know because I think most of us pretty much we never say no to anything once you start saying yes, it's just like, it's just like a nonstop of like, yes, it's like, you know, exactly. and if it doesn't work, you're like, okay, that's okay. I learned my lesson. And then you just keep going, right? Yeah. But I, I think that takes, again, it's going back to that faith and knowing that, you know, just, I, I've got to put one foot in front of the other. Hmm. And I do really see it as a spiritual journey. So whether yeah. you're religious or not, or, you know, it, it's more about this, tapping into things that are bigger than us yeah and you know when you're working for someone else or in a corporate job there's obviously high stress moments there's a lot of pressure there can be politics there's all of that side of it and but but you're still working for someone else there it doesn't feel like you're completely in control you're not completely driving because you have a job description you have a job to do mm -hmm. and while you still need to perform and bring your own brains and experience to that role it's still very clearly defined for you yeah but when you go into your own business it can be anything yeah. and what I find like talking about all the yeses I think that's actually been one of the hardest things for me because I opened my mind to the possibility so I got rid of that daily mantra I was saying about yeah. running my own business <laughs> got rid of that and suddenly all these ideas came to me like an insane amount of ideas and I think that was really difficult because everything felt inspired. Mm -hmm. And every time I'd get an idea, I think, yes, that's it. I'm going to do it. And I would yeah. start planning. And I have a book, like a notebook that is full of all things <laughs> I do. And every single one has merit. Samantha, where do you get most of your ideas? Do you get them in the middle of the shower or when you're driving yes. or you're doing something? <laughs> So I, I get a lot of ideas in the shower, which is really not practical because <laughs> I, and I have to remember. So the rest of the shower, I'm thinking, right, I've got to write that down. I've got to write yeah. that down. Um, no, but I, I meditate actually not as much as I should. And I say should because it's something that's really, it's on my list for this year. I know the benefits of meditation are just incredible. Um, but when I started meditating, I, I do a lot of walking and I have, I'm very lucky to have a forest nearby so I can wow. walk in the forest. And those are the moments when I finally relax. I'm not distracted by yeah. things I need to do. And I'm just, I'm not even necessarily consciously looking for ideas. I'm just in the moment. It happens. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that though. Cause I, I get that. I'm like, when I feel a little bit overwhelmed, I'm like, I just go for a long walk, but just alone, like a two hour, like in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, okay, okay. Now we got it. <laughs> now we're grounded again. We got it. And yeah. And ideas just come in simple things. And you're like, you know, when yeah. you, you sit down sometimes and you try to figure something out and you're driving yourself insane and then you just leave it, you just leave it. And then you're like, yes. Oh, okay it wasn't as hard it was just simple as that 
you know but i think it's like when you spend so much time it would, i mean it's emotional as well because it's your business so it's like you're putting yeah. everything it's like oh exactly <laughs> samantha can i ask you as a mindset coach because this is something that i i personally think it should there should be a little switch there right because we see a lot of people saying like oh if you're not being successful, you're not reaching your goals. There's always a mindset. There's always, it's a mindset thing. It's a mindset yeah. thing. It's a mindset thing. And it drives me insane, you know, because yes. sometimes, sometimes they push it so much in a mindset thing that it might not have been that mindset thing, but then you suddenly make it your focus and, and it turns out being that mindset thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know what you mean. And like, for instance, like, let's say money, right? When people is like, oh, you're not charging your worth or you're not charging, you're not, a, you know, what? at the beginning, a lot of coaches, they'll be like, um, they'll give a lot of stuff for free or they'll do a lot of work for free and because they're afraid of charging. And you're like, yeah, well, you go to a job and you get paid and it's like, yeah, well, you have a money problem. You have a money issue, a money mindset issue. And it's like, eh, no, I didn't have before. But now that you think about it and then it's like you get your idea in your head and you go in this like dark hole of a money mindset problem. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think this is part of the reason that I didn't want to just focus on mindset because I completely agree with you. And I think we are so self-focused now on as much as I, I love personal development. I'm at the moment, I'm reading four books as well as my novel that I read to go to sleep because I'm a big reader. I've got four books. Like I, I'm totally obsessed with personal development. So I just want to caveat it with that. I love it. But there's so much navel gazing going on and we're constantly questioning everything we do. Yes. And exactly as you say, as soon as you label something, that's what you start to focus on. That You can only see it that way. And I think, honestly, the majority of, of what does hold us back and the flip side of what does lead to us achieving our goals and being successful is our belief system. And as you know, the belief system is what creates our mindset. Mm -hmm. But I think when you focus on mindset, you're focusing sometimes, if it's not done the correct way, you're focusing on the problems yeah. rather than focusing <laughs> on where you want to get, get to. And I think, you know, when you start, and this is what, what I really try to do with my clients, because we, we I do mindset, everything I do has a, some sort of mindset element, but I don't call it that, I don't talk about it that yeah it's about you know how you're feeling today what what fears are coming up how do you feel in your body if you mm -hmm. suddenly think okay this is what I want to do I'm going to go and launch this new part of my business or I'm going to you know step out in a different way I'm going to get on social media how are you feeling what you know what feelings are coming up for you and really just saying because most of the mindset issues are fear-based it's it's all about yeah. you know, fear of judgment fear of failure um sometimes fear of success you know that's success something well. I've really struggled with that's so yeah. have I yeah so have I yeah that that's been mm. massive that's really surprised me that one yeah um yeah because nobody not, not a lot of people talks about that you know there's always no. the fear of somebody telling you no and for me personally Samantha was the fear of somebody actually telling me yes I was like what exactly. if somebody tells me yes that means I have to deliver I have to make sure that this yes. person, you know, and then I have to do it again. Yeah. That was the biggest yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Shoot, 
you know and for a lot of time I pushed myself back because it was that I will not you know I will yeah. make I will make the initial call we'll have a chat they were like really excited and I will not follow up because I was petrified yeah they will say yes exactly yeah. that that's a massive one and again you know it all boils down to fear it's all this this fear about really either because you're not clear on where you want to go so it's this overwhelm that leads to a fear and you can't really understand why you're feeling afraid but then again you sort of give it a label and then you go okay that must be what it is and you can't resolve it because you're not clear on where you want to go and why you're having this overwhelm in the first place or it is this feeling of you know for, for me for example fear of success was about not having the balance that I wanted in my life And I thought, you know, the more clients I take on, the less time I'll have for these four books that I'm reading or for the children (laughs) or for, you know, going for my walks and getting inspiration. And, you know, that I I was completely unaware of that. And this this is the thing, mindset, even as a mindset coach or as a, you know, as a business coach, there are still things that come up for me, you know. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Thank you. (laughs) But that's the thing. It's like. I always say, you don't have all your shit figured out. Like there's always something new that comes up, you know, but also you don't have to figure it all out in order to do what you want to do. Exactly. Because I think that's a lot of what happens when, when it comes to mindset. It's like people tend to fall into this trap. Well, not trap, but I mean, tend to fall in this mindset thinking that until they don't solve that, then they can't move to point A or B or Z. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's exactly what you were saying. It, that, that sums it up well, actually, because it's this, I've got to read one more book or I've just got to fix this yeah. or I've got to figure out why am I feeling this? Mm-hmm. And too much focus is spent on that negative feeling. And honestly, most of the time, you know, you talk about when you have a fear, you've got to face it. And facing it is an action. You've got to take an action. It can be a tiny action, a tiny, tiny step. But again, going back to being really clear on where you want to end up. So, you know, my focus is building businesses, but I'm also certified in life coaching. And I do have clients that come to me to sort their lives out. It it all boils down to the same thing. It's like, okay, where do you want to go? What's important to you? And then you work backwards from there. And I think fears will come up. And quite often when a fear comes up, particularly a new fear, you should celebrate it because that's the moment that you're stepping up. Because as soon as you try to level up in your life or your business, Mm -hmm. you try to do something different, you will always have a fear that pops up. That's the ego. That's the brain. And it tries to keep us safe. So it's actually, again, you know, I love to twist things and put things on their head, but that for (laughs) me is really exciting. You should celebrate fears because if you didn't feel afraid, then that says to me, you're not pushing yourself out there. You're not Mm -hmm. stretching yourself up. So fear is, instead of it being a scary thing and a warning sign, it should be this bell that's ringing in a a celebratory way because you're you're stepping out and you're, you're heading in the right direction. I think it's the, it's the connotation that fear always brought to us. Like the same way the word failure. It's like people are so afraid of failing. And it's like, but you do fail in life. It's a normal thing. It's normal. Always. We always fail in something. I mean, I remember yeah. when you were in school, you probably failed math, you know, exam or whatever it is. But it's just part of life. And we have to stop making it like such a bad thing. Same as fear. It's not bad. Yeah. So, so failure... 
I think it's really what you link it to. So, you know, a lot of the women that I work with, initially when they want to start their own business, they start out with this fear of financial failure. And that becomes something that that really blocks them because, you know, and it's, it's a very valid fear. If mm-hmm. I launch this business, I give up my corporate career or I put money into a business and it doesn't work, the ramifications of that can be huge, particularly if you have a family to support or you've got a mortgage to pay. You know, so, so I understand that fear, but it's always drilling down and saying, okay, that, that's the surface fear. That's the one that I can consciously say makes sense. And then really trying to understand where that comes from, what, working backwards from a financial fear and working through and saying, okay, so the, the business doesn't work. Okay, what's next? So what? What are my options? Mm-hmm. And I think once you face it as objectively as you can, you know, you really step away from that fear for a moment and say, and, and sometimes it helps to pretend that you're talking to a friend, you know, and say to yourself, okay, <laughs> if this was my friend or my whoever, and, you know, they came to me, what would I say to them? And treat yourself that way because when we're in the middle of it and it's our business, it's our baby, it's our life that's going to be possibly negatively affected, it's really hard to, to think clearly and be objective. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree with you. And Samantha, can I ask you, when you ever, whenever you feel like a bit out, you know, out the funk, say you lose your, yes. your business <laughs> mojo, <laughs> How would you get yourself back into though? Because you know, a lot of people oh, say, like, oh, it's yeah. this, it's this, you know, it's you burned out, you burned out. And sometimes it's not really burned out. It's just like you not really know which direction to go, or you're just not really sure what you're doing, or you know, and you're just like uh, yeah. everything is just bad. Has it ever happened to you? Uh, all the time. Yeah. And I think that that's a really, really good question. And I'm going to be really honest because, you know, I don't want to give this polished. Uh, impression that you know everything's going perfectly because it doesn't matter at what stage of business you're in you can be earning eight figures a year and you're still going to have these moments mm-hmm. of doubt or just days where you think oh god I, I just don't want to get on social media today or I you know what, what am I doing with my day and you know I I went through a phase actually quite recently a very luckily very short phase uh, where I was feeling like that and I just I felt like I was in a rut. I felt I was doing the same thing every day and something had to change. And I made a decision and I announced it on social media and I said, I'm taking the next week off. Seven days, you're not going to hear from me. Mm-hmm. And I, I purposely told people that because I think it is good, you know, when you do have a following and you've got people that you are connected with, even if you don't know them personally, it, it's good to announce that. Um, you know, I, I checked with all of my clients and, and it worked out really well. I said, I, ju- I just need this this week. And it's something that I do teach my clients to do as well. You know, the world will not stop spinning. And, yeah. you know, it it was amazing. I didn't touch my phone. I didn't social media for personal or business use. I just didn't touch it. I spent time just reading, going for walks, relaxing, and it was, it was hard. I was really nervous about doing it. But I realized that if I don't take a step back and have that time to disconnect for a while, I knew I was heading down that route where I could end up burnt out. I mean, it yeah. can happen quickly and yeah. so easily. So, you know, it, it does happen. And I think I have days where, you know, my best days are when I've got a lot of calls with clients because I just love them, you know, and I'm, I get really excited before the call because I can't wait to see what's happening. <laughs> love it. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And I get off the call and I'm buzzing. So those are my favourite days. And then if I have days where I don't have the calls or I don't have as many calls, you know, sometimes I find my energy is completely different. And so it, it's, you know, I've had to learn because I'm a high achiever and, again, coming from the corporate world where I worked crazy mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. It was really a massive change in habits and, and ways of thinking for me to finally say it's okay to have an hour off, just take an hour, just go for a walk, sit down, have a coffee, watch mm-hmm. Netflix, do something completely different because this is why I'm running my own business. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I am in control of my time and I think that shift in my way of thinking was massive and I've kind of let myself off the hook now and I've said it is okay to have downtime and that's as I said, that's what I tell my clients. I've got one client who's been off the air for three weeks so we're going to get her back <laughs> on the air now. <laughs> it's gone a bit too long. Um, but it's okay if, if, and you come back bigger and better and more inspired. And Samantha, speaking of that, how what would you say to somebody who's just getting started? Because there's always this idea of like, yeah, if you really put, you know, work hard and like hustle the first few years, then you're going to be able to live the life you want. And, yeah. you know, because I see some women like going like, oh, yeah, well, my husband is not supporting my dreams because he's asking me to go out for dinner. He knows I need to work. You know, I need to work on my business. And I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I had a husband who will take me out for dinner and I'll have to work on my business. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it gives me a little bit of a break, you know. <laughs> you know, this, this idea of having to do it all in the first few years of wanting to do that working harder means you're going to get there faster. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to somebody who's just getting started when you, you're talking about taking a week off and they're probably going like, oh, my God, I couldn't do that. I would disappear from social media, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I, I think, and I, I'm speaking from my own personal experience, I was of that belief that you have to work so hard. And I think that really actually slowed me down because it did become overwhelming and I did lose my sense of direction and my clarity. And I remember, you know, I became quite almost obsessed and I think this is what led into my fear of success, this idea of I'm not going to have that freedom. I'm always going to have to be on 24-7 and be there for, for clients at all you know, hours of the day and night and constantly on social media. And that was that idea that I'd been fed. And then the more I researched it, and again, science geek, I research everything, <laughs> the more I researched it and I really read people's stories and I got behind the profiles and I spoke to people, what I learned, everybody that was ahead of me further down the path all said the same thing. You do need to put the effort in at first because you're trying to establish something. You know, it is like having a child. It really is like having a baby. Mm-hmm. Those, those first, first 12 months can be full on. But the business will pick up. It will get more independent. You will have more time for yourself and to develop and to come up with new ideas for your business. So I think, you know, th- there are stories out there about how hard people have worked in the first few years and they work seven days a week and they never get, you know, any break and they're sleeping four hours. And, and I, I lapped up those stories at first out of fear. I was thinking, my goodness, I'm not working hard enough. Like I need to even do more. But it really depends on 
the goals you set for yourself, it depends on what success means to you. Exactly, and, yes. you know, not looking at other people and saying, wow, like they are so successful and I've got to get there. And if I don't get there by next month, then I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's the first 12 months, quite often you won't see much success, depending on how you define that. You're not going to necessarily see a huge financial change in your life. And you need to be comfortable with that. That needs to be okay yeah. because you, know, you will get there, but it's not as quick as I think a lot of people make out. We don't see what happens behind the scenes. We don't see the years of trial and error that people have put in. We see someone who seems to pop up overnight on social media and they're this massive success and they've got hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers. Mm. And it's just not realistic. It's not how it works. And it's, you know, people lose the joy that they can get from running their own business because it becomes about the hustle and the grind and I've got to get results quicker than I'm getting. And it's, I don't see the point of running a business if that's what it's going to be about. Yeah. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. Thank you, hon. Thank you. And I agree with you. The first year you do, but you want to kind of know everything as well in the first year. I mean, you probably start with a low budget. You can't hire a team. So you're going to have to learn how to do everything in the back (laughs) from like email marketing to like how to turn your computer on. Yes. So so it is a lot. Samantha, it's been lovely talking to you, hon. If anybody wants to reach out, talk to you, get to know you better, work with you, where they can find you best. So I'm I'm on talking about social media. I'm I'm on all the different, <laughs> different platforms. Um, you'll find me. My, my social media handle is Samantha Touche, all one word, um, or, or through my website. You know, SamanthaTouche.com. Um, you know, I offer free strategy calls because you know what I what I see really probably the biggest block I think for women in particular, is taking that first step and being Mm. brave and stepping into the unknown and saying, you know, I can do this. It doesn't matter what fear is coming up for me. I have this dream. I have this vision. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I haven't mapped out anything yet, but that's what I want. And I think as soon as you want something badly enough, there is always a path there. But, you know, a lot of the women I work with have incredible experience but they don't have experience of running their own business. And, and again, coming from the corporate world, stepping into four businesses in the end, uh, it, it's a totally different way of functioning, different way of thinking. You need a different belief system. So, you know, I offer that. People can connect with me. Just You can email me through my website or, or sign up for one of these calls and just talk it through. You know, sometimes talking to somebody who's been there and done that and who's further down the road really, really helps. Mm-hmm. So, please, you know, reach out to me and, and we can have a chat and get you taking that, that step. I love it. Samantha, From I will never have a business going through four businesses and now teaching how to run your business. It's <laughs> 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 a great story. <laughs> I love it. Samantha, thank you so much. And before we wrap up now, what is your mantra? I'm sure oh, you now. Yeah, no, that, that's a good question. My mantra now is I can do this. And, you know, even when I'm feeling absolutely terrified, I'm, yeah, and all of us go through this. We, we lose that faith in ourselves sometimes. And we think, oh gosh, like this isn't working the way I thought. I always said to myself, I can do this. And I've never been wrong. 
awesome. And it's just so simple. It's just three words that can change completely exactly. your mindset. Okay, hon. For everybody who's listening, I will drop all the links on the thread. And uh, it was easy anyway. SamandaTouche.com. That's her website. Um, and if you have any questions, you can drop them here in the comments. You can reach out to either one of us and we'll be happy to help. So thanks again, Samantha. And thanks for everybody for listening. Thank you. See you next week. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.